0: Welcome to Batter Up, the podcast where we swing for the fences in every episode. Today, we are joined by one of the most talented bat designers on the planet. He recently had an exhibit called Swingable Art on display in Philadelphia and currently works with the brilliant minds over at Victus. He's as talented as they come, and I'm excited to introduce him and a story to all of you. His legal name is Bruce Tatum, but everyone knows him as the Bat King. Welcome to the show, Bruce. How's
1: it going, man? Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I, I mean this is a this is a really, really fun interview for me. And I hope all of our listeners out there get just as excited about this because you are doing something that I mean it's it's pretty groundbreaking. You are putting art onto baseball bats and shoot, we're seeing them, you know, swung in games. This is such a fun, fun element to the game of baseball. Could you go ahead and give a little bit of background as to how you got into custom design and then like, you know, how did you start? Designing bats in such a fun way.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, I've been airbrushing since I was 17 years old uh, and uh, (laughs) quite a few years older than that now, (laughs) but (laughs) but I pretty much have I've airbrushed on almost anything you can think of. I've airbrushed on, you know, uh, traditional things like clothing and skateboards and shoes and all that. And uh, that career kind of took me towards motorcycle art. Uh, So... I did that for about seven, eight years. And uh, while I was doing motorcycle art, uh, you know, my name was out there. Victus had a project that needed to get done. And uh, they were looking for an airbrush artist who could do something like specific. And uh, what that was was like water droplet effect on a bat. And uh, I got to refer, I I was referred to, well, they were referred to me. (laughs) So Uh so anyhow, we got linked up and uh, they had me do uh, these natural light, bats uh that match the cans and i did that project for them and they, they loved it and then they uh they asked me to do a bat for johnny gomes and on that one i got to do a little bit more of my like airbrush like i want to say motorcycle style artwork because I did like skulls and stuff on it and uh when they saw that they were like all right how can we get you not to leave the building and just come here and design <laughs> baseball bats so uh that's what really started it so
0: That's so cool. And Johnny Gilms, knowing his personality and the guy that he was like skulls and motorcycles, like right up his alley. That's perfect. That's, that's a, that's a natural connection there. Um, looking at a lot of your, your most recent, you know, artwork on bats, gosh, it's all over. I mean, it's, it's, you're able to put so much onto a bat that you forget that it's even a baseball bat. Um, where where are you drawing this this inspiration i mean obviously you have a background in design but like do you do you see the world in a different way like oh i could i could do that on a bat
1: yeah so uh so i use the analogy of, i went to college for uh, computer animation and when you start learning computer you know building objects in 3d you don't see the world as it is you see is uh-huh. how can i build this out of shapes you know so uh <laughs> that's kind of the way that we're looking at the world now it's like oh that's cool can i put that on a bat can I make it make sense <laughs> you know so uh so yeah that's pretty much i pretty much think about bats all day long and what is the next thing that i can put on a bat that i think would look cool on there and uh you know i'm, I'm in the comic books i collect collect statues I, I play cards magic all that stuff so I have a lot of different interests and, uh, yeah. it's fun to be able to, to meld a lot of that stuff together with my art, you know? So that's why yeah. I see a lot of influence of that in my art. So
0: I, I think that's what is helping you be so successful too. I mean, you can, yeah. you can see that it is truly you on a bat. What, what's been your most, what's been like the most fun project you've done in say the last six months?
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So, well, <laughs> You know, the, the the second the second release of the Pencil Bat was probably the most fun because we released yeah. the Pencil Bat in the beginning of the year and uh, that release went really well. But we we knew that we wanted to release it again because, you know, as we do with our bats, we lock them in the vault <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, we have, make a ton of people disappointed. But uh, we knew we wanted to release it again to give people another opportunity. And with that happening right around little league classic and with stock going up to the plate with that bat. Yeah. That was probably that, that one, that one gave me butterflies when he went to the plate with that bat. Uh-huh. Cause that was like, what that was intended to do was to get down on a major league field, you know? So that, uh, yeah, that was a great feeling. That one was really fun. So, and then a lot of work came after that because we sold a heck of a lot of them. <laughs> so.
0: Oh, yeah. That that blew up. I mean, that blew up on like a, a beyond because sometimes we get stuck here at just bats like in a bat bubble. Like we and the way I watch a baseball game, I'm like, oh, what is he swinging? What's he swinging? Oh, he's got the new Marucci. Oh, he's got the, the Chandler. Oh. And like, that's how I see it as a bat guy. But like, I forget that, you know, every 99.9% of everyone else is just watching a baseball game. Um, but when that, when that pencil bat blew up and when Stott went to the plate in Philly with that bat, it was like, whoa, everyone else kind of joined in to this like bubble of bats and like, they saw how cool it was. Um, cause like I had seen that bat for, you know, six, eight months and almost like, like was numb to me until I realized like, wait, this is like happening. People are in on this. Um, that had to be super surreal, especially like, do you have a connection with Stott in Philly? Or how did that come about?
1: So, uh, so Stott was here. He was here, I think, about a week and a half ago. Uh, so I got to spend a little bit of time with him. Uh, before that, though, uh, I had done, I did a like a baby name reveal bat for him that he had asked to get done. So uh, that was a that was a little bit of my first connection with him. Uh, but you know, we did the pencil bat, and we actually gave the pencil bat to a couple of different Phillies players. Uh, and uh, Stop was the guy who was like, He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna swing this thing. So, you know, because it was something that we had wanted to get on the field, and I'll just give you uh, a, a little bit about background real quick uh, with what he did in order to get that battle on the field. So, I have to design, do designs, I do them on the computer, and then I have to submit them to MLB, and they have to approve them to be used in the game. So, Stott's approved bat was like a las vegas to philadelphia bat. <laughs> so but we were like you were like you know what let's get let's get these guys these pencil bats too and you know stop grabbed the bat and you know i forget who he asked there but he's like you know can i use this and the guy's like i don't know <laughs> you know so so he's like well i might get fined for using it maybe not but it's a cool bat and i want to swing it and uh so yeah so he took that chance to take it out onto the field and, uh, and swinging that and the uh, same thing with Harper. Harper, uh, he swung a bat that I had done a bunch of stickers on it, like, you know, like sticker-bombed it for uh, Philly theme, but the fanatic bat was not an approved bat. <laughs> so, yeah, but I knew it. I was like, I was like, I know if I do a fanatic bat for him, he's going to take it to the plate. I'm like, it is worth whatever we're going to get fined to do this. So, uh, yeah, and he took it to the plate. And uh, we did hear from MLB, and uh, they just, they were, surprisingly, they were just as excited as we were because it put a lot of eyes out there. They, you know, they were like, yeah, how about that? You know? So, so that was pretty cool. So, but, uh, but yeah, to get that bat on the field, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like a a straight up thing. It was like, you know, a player had to be taking a risk to go out of the bounds a little bit. And uh, it paid off. So, so, okay.
0: Well, to, to touch on the Harper fine, like we know how much money Bryce Harper's making. Like that, that's, that's just a drop in a bucket, but has has like this past fall in the way that you know those Phillies players have have gravitated towards that, has that opened up avenues for you this offseason? Like is there more in the works for next year in the MLB?
1: Yeah. So uh, I I didn't get a chance to go to winter meetings, but the guys that did go, they said that MLB said they're gonna start opening up a little bit more for the customs. So when I first got to Victus uh, and Harper showed up in Clearwater with uh with that first fanatic bat that I did for. Uh, we got, we did get a call from MLB and they were like, you know, he takes that on the field. We're going to find you. And, uh, you know, so we were like, yeah, we know, we know. Uh, but then the following year I did, uh, a, a bat for Julio Rodriguez and yeah. he started using it in batting practice on the field. All the Mariners, like photo shoots, he had the bat and MLB didn't say a word to us. And I think that's when they started to realize that, you know, these things are fun, you know, and yeah. they're not hurting the game. They're only bringing more eyes to the game. And, uh, so, so anyhow, so that being said, you know, we're looking forward to 2024 to give more guys like BP bats that they can swing, like stop. Yeah. Kobe, he's, he's like, he's like, I don't need to swing the bat that I'm going to use in the game. Like some guys like to swing and BP what they're going to use in the game. And he's uh-huh. like, I'm not one of those guys. So I was like, all right, well, let's get you a BP bat. So you got some cool swag and batting practice. you know? So, uh, so it's That's nice to awesome. know that MLB is opening it up for us, you know? So. But. That's
0: so good. Like as a, as a baseball fan myself, like it's, it's no secret that baseball needs some, some freshness, some, some, some eyeballs there. Um, And, and I think what you're doing and, and what those, those guys are doing is, is really, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's a, it's a, a natural relationship. Like, Hey, let's get some cool bats in there. <laughs> and we got a guy that, that can make them.
1: Yeah, so, you know, and it's, you know, there's nothing, like, I've always tried to stay away from, like, I'm not going to put Nike on a bat, you know, like, I stay away from any kind of that brand, and you just play within certain parameters, and, you know, I think everybody should be happy.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. Now, now we're talking about you designing on wood bats. Talk to us about some of the challenges that come with designing on a wood bat. I mean, you're talking about a 32 to 35-inch piece of wood naturally is going to have a long like skinny portion and a, a bigger barrel at the end like what what makes it difficult to design on a bat uh,
1: a lot <laughs> yeah <that. laughs> you know, it, is, it is a lot it is a lot there's certain there's a lot of things that i have like a lot of designs that i've drawn that i'm just like all right i don't have the brain power to figure out how to make this make sense on a bat yet uh-huh. so i'll come back to that later uh but yeah you have to you know, I always try and take consideration the role of the bat, like you roll it. how's the artwork flow on it? Uh, uh-huh. There's, there's a lot. I try to stay away from too much math though, because I like to think that my designs I can put them on any model. And okay. you know, sometimes when you design with math on it from from a specific bat model, then it's really hard to adjust it for another one. So, I don't know. I just uh, it's something. It's something I think that i that I've kind of got a knack for. If I if I really set my mind out to to put something on a bat. I, I feel like I can figure it out. Uh, yeah. but yeah, it's certainly not a flat canvas and, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> but I think that has some advantages. Cause like I said, you know, you, don't, it's can't, you don't really see all the artwork at one time. And I think it's cool when you show like one side and as you roll that thing around, it's like, Oh wow. You know, watch person's, you know, eyes light up when they see the artwork on the other side. So, yeah, uh, you know, so yeah, you I get 360 really degrees. Is. Yeah, you get, you yeah, get exactly. the whole
0: perspective because I'm sure there's there's some element to like design where you look at it and it's like oh that would look really cool, but it only looked really cool straight on. Like, and, and anytime you pick up a bat, it's always going to be different. You're going to be off, and like it's gonna it's gonna flow differently. What is um, what's something in the past? I, I want to try and keep it somewhat recent here. What's something in the past couple of years that you've made and you've kind of surprised yourself at? Being able to make something that cool.
1: Like, wow. Uh, like you
0: challenged yourself. Like I saw like your swingable art. Like maybe yeah. let's talk on that a little bit. Like you had an but, exhibit. Um, yeah, let's go there actually. Okay. You had that well, exhibit in Philly. Talk about that.
1: Okay. So uh so that came around. The the CEO of Victus, uh he Jared Smith, he uh had a relationship with uh Mark which is his last name. Mike, it's actually Mike Strakowski or something like that. But uh-huh. uh, anyhow, he had a relationship <laughs> with him, and he had he runs the gallery. And uh, you know, it came about because Jared was basically like, you know, it would be really cool if you had art, you know, baseball bats in here. And uh, it was one of those things where they were first thinking like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to tell like a story of Victus and all that stuff. And uh, then we got to the place and checked it out, and Mike was like, you know, I'd love to have your artwork in here, and uh, it was. A little bit bigger than what we thought it was going to be, so they were like, "Well, Bruce, you can have the downstairs." I was like, "Right." <laughs> I got to pull this thing with tons of bats, uh-huh. so uh, but I was like, "All right, all right." So, uh, so yeah, so I, I started. I did. I replicated some of the artwork that I had done in the past uh, because I knew uh-huh. that I wanted people to be able to see like Mookie bats, Derby Bat up close, stuff like that. And then I yeah. had an opportunity to do some uh, some new stuff that uh, that hasn't been released, and then some stuff that was like super like artistic to so take me back to my like motorcycle roots of doing like the yeah. joker on a bat stuff like that so the gallery was it it was an awesome experience it was a lot of work but it was awesome and to see people come in and just their eyes light up be like i had no idea and it's like yeah. you know it's, you know, it, it lets me know that, uh, that I have a lot more work to do. Like I want it to be <laughs> yeah. something that people are like oh yeah, I've seen artwork on a bat before bat King's done it you know, yeah. so I want it to be something, but, uh, but yeah, people were like, I had no idea that people put artwork on bat. So, and it's like, oh yeah. And you can see it in a game. So that was, that's pretty cool.
0: That was awesome. Like if, if nobody else out there has seen it yet, like go check out bat King's Instagram. Um, he's got, he's got some videos up there of it, but, um, are there other ways to see it? more personally i know the exhibit's Uh, gone now but
1: yeah so the exhibit's gone uh right now like we're in my office right now uh this is probably the only place in the shop that i have stuff displayed just because uh where i was set up in the shop i had a ton of bats but they moved me to another area and we're supposed to be breaking ground on like the bat king studio soon so i don't know when the bat king studio will officially be done but when that's done that will be kind of a gallery feel where you'll be able to come there and see these cool bats up close.
0: Can the so, public come there?
1: Yeah, so we have a retail shop and oh, here at King of Prussia, so yeah, cool. you come in the retail shop and, uh, you know, I'm actually, right, right now I'm on the other side and it's like, you come in the retail shop, I'm on the left, they're on the right, so uh, I'm pretty accessible <laughs> right now, but uh, but yeah, so uh, they'll be able to come in and see all the cool stuff and I, we'll upload video once the studio gets done and all that, so people can come check it out and meet me. If they'd like, you know,
0: man, man, I, I might have to take a trip up there that like just seeing that stuff from the like South park characters to like the spider situation. Um, just the different ones that I saw that I, you know, really caught my eye. Uh, what is, what, okay. You've recently done, is it the bat heads?
1: Yeah. So the bat heads, I actually created, uh, three years ago was when I created okay. the first bat head and that was, uh, you know. Jared had asked me. He said, "I want I want to do a limited drop uh, for Tatis." And so I was like, "All right, how am I going to do this?" And I was like, "You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Tatis's face on a bat." I'm like, "How do I do that?" So I came <laughs> up with the I came up with the you know the top Fernando Tatis. Then we call it the El Nino. Uh, yeah, and it, that's the one that started. I showed it to him. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I like this." He's like, "I think this changes things." So, you know, because I had sunglasses on him, all that stuff, and. Uh, that was the first bat head, and uh, you know I just I created a bunch of them since then, and uh, that one was one of my first bats that went in MLB the show, which was kind of cool to get that into the video game. So that's uh, surreal. Yeah, yeah, that, that's was, that so was pretty cool. awesome. When they sent yeah. me the concept pictures of that for the game, I was like, oh man, this is awesome, you know. So so how,
0: how does um, how does a player go about designing that bat?
1: Uh, what do you mean or,
0: or is it just you? Like are you working with the player? Are you working with somebody that's already worked with the player? Um how how does that design go in for the bat head?
1: So uh so we have you know, we have our pro rep here, but uh what what Jared wanted to do was he wanted to have a release that we released in Tatis' model that people could buy and he wanted it to be a limited bat. So uh so that one I didn't have any input from Tatis on that at all. Okay. I created it. Uh, you know, the, the feeling at the shop was that everyone liked it. So we released it and uh, and Tatis liked it. <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I get a little, I don't know, uh, I'm not sure. I got the, the Marsh Caveman bat behind Braden Marsh Caveman bat. Yeah. And uh, that bat, he was doing like an interview and uh, he was like, I want the pitcher to be like, who's this caveman coming to the plate? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, ding, 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 there's a bat. So <laughs> I, I like drew it up and he came to the shop. And I was su- I was nervous because I'd never met him before, and I was like, man, is this guy gonna? What's he gonna think of this caveman design on a bat? And he saw yeah. it, and he loved it. So I was like, all right, cool, I got a winner. So uh, so we were we released that bat as well, and uh, that was a bat that he that he had input on because you know I have like toes on it, and I was like, Are you okay with me painting the toes? And he's like, oh yeah, sure, man. <laughs> you know? So uh, so that was cool. But yeah, that's a bat he had influence on. That always helps too, you know. That know the player likes it. You know, and I'm not doing something that they think is like horny or not them, you know. So that helps.
0: Okay, what else do you have coming in twenty twenty-four?
1: Uh well I got a lot of top secret stuff coming in twenty twenty four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so open uh, the
0: vault just a little just,
1: bit. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm working on a late light- lightsaber bat, you know, oh, I'm not yeah. exactly sure what that's gonna be called, but uh I'm working on something like a little something like that. I got some graffiti designs I wanna do. Uh uh-huh. You know, I got a long list of stuff. Uh I don't know how much I wouldn't necessarily tease. Uh yeah. Yeah, there, of course. Th- there may be a cool metal bat coming. Uh <laughs> so uh, you know, uh maybe keep your ears open for an eyes open for that. But uh but yeah, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming uh this this year. So
0: that's awesome.
1: That's I don't awesome. get too much away yet.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, but it's my job to pry. So I'm gonna pry. Um yeah. So okay. So say you make a bat, you love the bat, and you're just like, "I'm just gonna keep it." Does that happen?
1: Uh, it it depends, cause uh, you know, at the gallery, I had uh, I had that Joker bat display. Yeah, and I had a Bryce Harper bat display that was like did like a like a kind of realistic portrait of it. Uh-huh. I'm not ready to part with them yet. Okay. <laughs> so, but but the majority of the work that I do for the most part, I do it with the mindset that I'm going to be happen, having to replicate. It. Yeah. So, because, you know, I'm, I am li- I love doing artwork, but I'm also, I'm here to make Victus money. Yeah. So, so it doesn't even <laughs> help if I got an old thing of bats and I'm like, I do give it a video. So, uh, you know, I got to make sure I keep feeding them with enough bats that they're making money, they feel comfortable with me keeping a couple that I like a lot, so. Nice,
0: <laughs> nice, that's a good yeah. balance there. So yeah. we've worked with Victus for, you know, a decade now. Um, pull back the curtain for us. What, what's it like working with Victus and, and what's the culture like at Victus? Because from the outside, I mean, Victus does a great job of being this, you know, edgy or different than the norm or, or breaking new barriers. What's it like for you as a designer to work there and what's the culture like?
1: Well, the culture is that, I don't know, we have maybe 45, 50 people that work here and I'd say forty-six of them are all about baseball, you know. So <laughs> yep. you have you have a, a a staff that is invested in the game, and you know they're not all Philly fans either, you know. So you know because people come mm-hmm. from all walks of life, and some people stay true to their to their teams. So uh, we have people that are really invested into the game of baseball and doing their job right and correct. Yeah. So you know the pride that someone has on a lead sanding down a bat for a major league player you know is great you know they want that player to go there and be like oh man i don't know who worked on this bat but i need another one by this guy so uh that yeah. drives a lot of us here you know and you know we turn out a ton of bats and everyone here works hard like they, we put in a lot of hours to do what we do uh because you know big this you know we've been around for 10 11 years but we're still young and we mm-hmm. want to continue to continue to grow and and push the game, and the only way to do it is to put those hours in. You know, and that's what, yeah. that's what people do here. So, you know, now when it comes to my end of it, designing bats, everybody has an opinion. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I try to I try to take I try to take you know as an artist, you know, i used to you know, I stand in front of a classroom and everyone critiques your work, and that's what you do as an artist. And you know, if you're not willing to be critiqued, then you better make a lot of money because you're ain't going to make a lot if you're not willing to take uh creative criticism. So, yeah. uh, you know, so I try to, I try to take people's ideas and their thoughts and, uh, and you know, I try to, I try to make it make sense for me. And if I can make it make sense, then I'll adapt it to a bat. So.
0: That's so cool. Like what a fun job, like beyond yeah. fun, like just what an awesome career you've created that, you know, wasn't something that you could tell your second grade teacher you wanted to be when you grew up like <laughs> I'm going to make awesome bats <laughs> what, what would you tell to like a young designer out there that's that's interested in and in trying to do something similar to you
1: like as far as on bats
0: yeah or, or you know cleats yeah. or gloves or just wants to get into yeah. baseball and wants to make baseball colorful
1: yeah so the the thing to do especially if you're young and starting out is don't put too much pressure on yourself you know, do do things that you'd like to do. So if I was, you know, if, if you're going to create artwork and you're into cartoons, start doing cartoons, you know, you're going to learn techniques and styles and things that you're going to develop your own unique style. Uh, but have fun with it, because when you stop having fun with it, it becomes a chore. That's when you don't love it anymore. So, uh, you know, guys out there are like, oh, I wish I, I wish I could paint bats like you. And it's like, well. First of all, start with what you know to do uh-huh. and then build off that. Then try a technique you've never tried before. And you know what? Maybe it might not work or maybe it does work and now build on that. So, uh, you know, me having the years that I have, I have a lot of tricks up my sleeves on how to create what I want to create. <laughs> and uh, the guys around here, you know – you know, I'll show up with nylons and they're like, where'd you get that? I was like, yeah, I was at Walmart buying nylons, you know, because, <laughs> you know, to do the f- redfish mat, I need a certain pattern and the nylons do it the best, you know? So, uh, you know, it's just you learn the stuff over the years and uh, and and just keep an open mind and, you know, taking creative criticism from people and, you know, and and have see if that helps you become better, at, you know, at what you're doing and, uh, and just keep at it, you know? So too much. Uh, people look for the instant thing. Like I got to be yeah. the, the best instantly, and it just doesn't happen that way. No matter how much you want it to happen. <laughs> so,
0: man, you're you're a cool guy. Like I just, I really love, I love what you've got going on there, and I I love what you're bringing to baseball, because because baseball could use it. And it, and I yeah. I I hope I hope more of your bats are are shown on a bigger scale because because there's a lot of a lot of a lot of baseball's future i can see in, in what you're doing um so so i love what you guys are doing victus continues to to push the envelope a little bit for uh bats across all levels i mean the the vibe bat i thought the vibe bat the design of that this year was awesome um
1: yeah it was a pretty cool bat and it was a good price point that yeah. didn't break the bank for for parents you know and it uh it really you know we we hope that that bat is a good introduction bat for people that never swung a Victus metal bat to now pick up a Victus metal bat, and now you're like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll grab a Notch, or maybe I'll grab a Vandal. Yeah. Next step up, and so. Yeah, you know.
0: yeah. Victus is I, they're th- You guys are as solid as they come. Um, I, I I love the work that you guys do there. It's I never hesitate to recommend a Victus bat. So keep doing what you're doing you, over man. there. What's the timeline for for designing a bat? Say I was like. Um, you know, hey, Bat King, I want you to create me a telescope. Like, a, I yeah. want a bat that looks like a telescope. How, how long would that take you?
1: So, I mean, it, it really depends. Uh, you know, it, it depends if, if, if I sat down with the computer and just started designing, I could probably could have a telescope bat done in a day. Okay. You know, so from the time that I get the concept of what you're looking for, from the time that I didn't, like, create it, I'll do a lot of mock-ups on the computer. I'll do, you know, I'll bring stuff into Photoshop. And I'll lay, lay it around. I'll go to my uh, surface studio, and I'll start drawing. Uh, but it doesn't take long from a concept. But, you know, obviously, I'll want to tweak things from time to time. But, yeah. uh, and it depends on – I mean, a telescope isn't a crazy design. You know? No, <laughs> like no. It just, you want to do it's like, a
0: natural shape of a yeah. bat. But I was thinking, yeah. I drop a bomb, 425 to right center. I turn, <laughs> I put it over my yeah, eye, and I look nice. down the bat at it. <laughs>
1: Nice. it's a cool idea it's a cool idea <laughs> so uh yeah i uh, i mean i've been wanting to do a, a a bat that the barrel just looks like a whole bunch of puzzle pieces all connected oh, cool. and uh yeah yeah it sounds cool but uh, <laughs> to pull it off it's like man the 360 and all that so that, that's that one's been a little bit on the back burner but it, like i said it depends on what the design is okay uh, how long it might take me to create so but i got a lot of design work coming up that i need to get done and uh not a lot of time to do it, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to, to hop on here today. Um, My pleasure. Now, now, we're getting towards the end here, but I did want to know, where's the best place to get a cheesesteak in Philadelphia?
1: <laughs> so, uh, for t- tourists, we'll say, like, uh, Pat's and Geno's, because – just because that whole feel of you're in Philly, you're at these places that are open 24 hours. Uh-huh. Uh, Delisandros in Roxburgh, though, is my favorite. Okay, so, that's that's uh, the yeah, place. That, that's my favorite. That's the place. Yeah, okay. That's the place. Okay.
0: So, uh, so. Now, now, typically, before our guests leave, we do a, a quick round of turn two. So it's a quick game. Yep. I throw a couple things at you real quick. First thing that pops to your mind, you respond. Are you down?
1: Oh, certainly. Yep.
0: Okay, let's do it. Okay, a walk-off home run or rob a home run?
1: walk off <laughs> the beach of the mountains just tough one okay yeah I, oh man okay uh all right let's go with beach
0: <laughs> okay not totally sold on that being the no, answer though. the country so. <laughs> hot dog or nachos hot dog wrigley or finway ah wrigley bryce harper or jalen Hurts.
1: That's a tough work. It's, it's got to be Arper. Okay. Yeah. You work too closely with them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, and the last one, a bonus. What is the best okay. Rocky movie of all time?
1: Uh, the one for me, man, has got to be Rocky 3. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. You know, I love Light. So, <laughs> that's perfect.
0: But, yeah. Bruce, you are awesome. But, Tell everyone how well, they can follow you. your work. Um, give a little spiel about yourself here.
1: Sure. So, uh, I could never remember my TikTok, but no. <laughs> you can you start by following at Victus Sports. Yep. Uh, there, there you can always stay close to see what the Bat King's up to. Uh, but then, you know, at underscore bat underscore king is where you can find my personal Instagram. And, uh, you know, the advantage of following mine until MLB says something is I can sneak, I can sneak on like player in game photos and all that stuff that you might not be able to see on Victus's Instagram. So yes. you get a little bit more of a, of a of a uncensored feel of what's going on. <laughs> Love so, it. But yep.
0: Perfect. Make sure to follow Bruce. Bruce, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: No thank you for having me. I appreciate it.